welcome to the Agents Who Crush It in Real Estate podcast, where you'll hear the good, the bad, and the ugly of how real estate agents overcame challenges and grew their business. Check out the episode notes at crushitinre.com slash podcast. Now here's your host, Lindsay Favaza. My next guest for the Agents Who Crush It in Real Estate podcast is Kevin Cormier. Kevin, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Great to be here today. I usually start these out a little bit different, but I feel like your announcement needs to be like super humble and chill because that is how your personality is. And it's just, it's inspiring me today. Um, Kevin Cormier started with us at Lamaki Realty in September of 2020 and in a pandemic year, nonetheless. And by the end of that first year, only three months later, he already had nine sales. And this year so far in 2021, he's had 35 sales and he still has five under agreement. I cannot tell you how impressive that is, Kevin, especially just being so new to real estate. Now, I know you got your license a a little while back, but take us back to the beginning of when you originally got your license and kind of how that transitioned from there. Well, I originally got my license, uh, oh, eight years ago now. Um, I used to own rental property, so I was always on the other side of the transactions. Uh, But I developed a really great relationship with the realtor that I was working with and that I always used. And that side of the transactions always intrigued me. So I always had an interest in getting into real estate. And about eight years ago, I had a little free time. I took the courses, I got my license, and then uh, and then I chickened out every time. You know, when, yeah. you have a, when you have a job that has a pretty good salary, has the health benefits, the 401k, there's everything. There's no motivation there. No, you get, you get you know, it's it, there's a comfort level with that. And every time I would go to pull the trigger, I would chicken out. So the license just ended up in a draw somewhere. I never affiliated with a broker and it ended up uh, ended up expiring at some point. I don't even know when. Yeah. Um, I never used it. So last July of 2020, I'm sitting on the beach and I'm thinking to myself, you know, I'm going to be 50 years old in October. So, you know, that's that's traumatic in and yeah. of itself. <laughs> yeah. So like if I don't do it now, I never will. So I called up my old friend, John Millen, who I used to work with and had the conversation and just said, you know what? Now's the time to do it. It is what it is. And uh, if I fail, I fail. If I don't, I don't. But it's time to take some chances. And that's how it started. I, I, I signed up in, ended up signing up in, in, in July. Yep. Um, but because of the pandemic and the way the state is, it took me till September 1st to actually get the license reinstated. So yep. I couldn't do anything in there terms of showings or anything. Last yeah. Year, yeah. So from July to September, I just dove right into the real training and uh, uh, all, all the training. All, not the real training, the, all the, the crush it in real estate training, yep. everything online. And then I did my real training in, in the October class. I did the real training and then really felt that I was able to hit the ground running at that point. Yeah. You really dove into the training. So tell me how you, how you watched that training, how you like interacted with that. Tra- like, what did you do to kind of get it set in your head? Uh, yeah. I mean, I come from a background in human resources yep. and being a human resources manager in a retail environment. One of my toughest challenges was really hammering it into managers how important training was. Uh, so I knew that. I came from that culture of understanding the importance of training. So when uh, when I dove into the training and saw how much there was of it, uh, the depth 
of the training that Lamakia offers. At that point, I knew I signed up with the right brokerage and really just dedicated myself to getting up every morning, grabbing my coffee, sitting at the computer, and uh, just diving into that training. That's awesome. So you, you time blocked. You made it a priority and you time blocked. So yeah. super important. Um, one thing that I will say is that I'm picturing your license, those eight years, sitting in a drawer, just collecting dust and like the potential of that. Are you, do you somewhat regret not doing this sooner or do you think the timing was right? No, that's my only regret is I didn't do it sooner. I, I say go back 10 years. If I did it 10 years ago, that would be perfect. I think if I went further back than 10 years, it probably wouldn't be because I could not do this job without GPS. Yeah. I, I couldn't, I couldn't find my way out of a paper bag <laughs> with a, with a flashlight and a map. I don't know how these old school realtors, ECs and realtors did this job without GPS. I, no way I could have no done way. it. No way. That's so funny. So tell me what you think, other than GPS, what are some of the keys that you've had to success? You've watched the training, but what are the things that you've done to generate business for yourself? Really, it's just getting the name out there. Uh, you know, Facebook is such a powerful tool. And, you know, you can boost posts, and I do boost posts, and you pay for those. Um, but it is far more economical than print advertising or other forms of advertising that are out there. But there's also just the regular posts, which are free. You can get a lot of mileage out of that. So uh, between my personal page and my business page, just get your name out there. Be as active as you can on social media. You know, I, I took my the, the whole friends list. And one of, the, one of the first things I did is I bought a subscription to whitepages.com. Yeah. And it's only like, what is it, $10 a month or whatever it is. And you just plug in those names of all your Facebook friends and you can get their addresses and send them all personal notes cards that I was joining Lamarcky with my business card. Um, it's just, that's, that's what it's about, just getting your name out there and keeping it out there. I was saying earlier to you that I feel like you're the kind of person that doesn't see obstacles. Do you feel that that's true about you? That there's just, you know, here you are, you have a list of people in Facebook and you're like, okay, I don't have addresses for them. I'm going to figure out how to get them. Right. And then you just take action. So tell me a little bit about that and kind of how you in your head kind of overcome any obstacles that come at you. Well, you just, you just got to figure them out, right? You just, you can't, you get, anyone can come up with a thousand reasons why you can't do something. What you have to do is come up with one way that you can. That's all. Just block out the thousand and come up with one. Because if you come up with even one way that you can get something done, you'll get it done. Yeah. It's as simple as that. How do you keep track and how do you move forward in your business to hit that next, those next goals? I mean, you have obviously set yourself up to have some lofty goals for next year to improve upon. So I wish I could say it was strategic and methodical planning, but honestly, I'm just smashing myself off guardrails right now on my first, first year. Uh, not afraid to take risks, seeing what works, seeing what doesn't work. If it doesn't work, throw it in the trash. If it does work, figure out a way to improve on it. But don't be afraid to take risks. Let's take a quick break and hear from the number one loan originator, Sean Benozian of Guaranteed Rate, as he gives us his monthly mortgage tip. Hey guys, it's Sean from Guaranteed Rate. Just wanted to talk to you about what we're doing on our end from a marketing and communication plan. It's really, really important to communicate to your clients the way they want to be communicated with. There's many different avenues. You can go old school and mail them. You can email, you can text, you can direct message, you can be on all the social media platforms. You never know what's going to resonate with someone, so it's important that you have a marketing plan and a communication plan with all the different mediums to have a max marketing and branding effort with all your clients that will lead to more leads and ultimately will more business. Thanks, Shant. Now let's get back to the show. 
So tell me what hasn't worked for you. I feel like that might be an important thing for our listeners to hear. Like, what are some of those things that you tried that you went, you know what? That didn't give me a big enough bang for my buck. I'm going to move on. You know, I, I, I don't know if... Yeah, what hasn't worked? That's a good question because it's really been, I've had a lot of luck this year. Yeah, so tell me what, what has, has worked. worked. Yeah, what has uh, worked? So, uh, again, I just think keeping it out there, uh, keeping the name out there, keep pushing, keep in touch with old friends. A lot of it, uh, you know, just about everything I had is is is, is from my old sphere of influence. Um, so I, I think that has worked tremendously. How do you keep in touch with those people? A postcard's a lot. Um, and also, you know, even, even every morning I have a routine. Every morning I get my coffee first thing in the morning at 6 a.m. at the latest. I sit down at the computer and the first thing I do before emails or anything else is get onto Facebook, pull up the birthdays and wish everybody a happy birthday. Number one, it gets your name out there, right? You're staying in contact with people. But number two, when you do that on Facebook, Facebook, you put something on their wall, they're likely going to respond with a thank you. And now Facebook has their algorithms that only, you know, you notice that you may have, you know, hundreds of friends or thousands of friends, but you only see the same, you know, hundred or so posting. It's because Facebook is going to put those people on your newsfeed. So the more you interact with these people, the more likely it is that your posts are going to end up on their newsfeed. So I know that by getting up every morning and doing that, I am going to be interacting in one way or another with every single one of my 3,000 plus Facebook friends at least once a year. And that gives me a better chance of having my posts, which are mostly real estate related, pop up on their newsfeed. Um, so there's a tip that's worked. I think that that's awesome. Um, I think it's super important. And do you, um, as far as your Facebook presence, you said you have 3,000 friends on Facebook on your personal page, right? Mm-hmm. So how do you add people to that? Like, what is your process? Like if a lot of people will ask me, okay, so when do I add someone as a Facebook friend, is it weird to add someone who I'm working with? Like, do you add people as you start to work with them or are they already people that are on your list or how do you go about it? I add anybody. (laughs) But but that reminds, you know, you just asked me what hasn't worked. The one thing I'm probably a little bit disappointed in no matter how hard I try is my business page. Um, You know, I'm close to a thousand likes on the business page. Which is great. There's a lot less interaction on the business page than on my personal page. So I find myself posting on both. Uh, So that's still a work in progress is really getting that interaction on the business page. A lot of the times just having one is shows that you're real and, you know, a legitimate business. So the way that you're doing it actually sounds smart because you're doing it on the business, but you're using your personal to kind of mine those relationships deeper. I think that's really the best play. So yeah, you're doing it right and not even realizing that you're doing it right. Sounds good to me. I love it. So what other things do you do? Do you, you know, do you have some closing gifts for clients? Do you have, you know, postcards that you send to people on a regular basis to a certain list? Like, what do you do on an ongoing basis? I do. I do the closing gifts, um, which go a long way with people. Absolutely. I also have, uh, which I I just ordered them, in fact, because I haven't had, I haven't been in long enough to send any out, but I just ordered my homeversary cards. Yes. Um, So then their first year anniversary of their home ownership, they'll be getting a personalized card for me. Um, it's in, in, in the pies are coming up too. Yes, we last do year, pies. I'm going to have to spend a lot more money on pies this year than I did last year. Yep, last we're year. sending out our order forms very soon. <laughs> that's, so order that's all the pies. That's going to cost a lot of money on the pies, but I can't wait for the pies. That's going to, that's going to be a process this year. They're the biggest pies you've ever seen. They are. They're huge. And they're delicious. Those could be weapons. Yeah. <laughs> 
when we bring so many, the guys have to carry them and they're only able to carry like five at a time because they're so massive, but they make a big impact for sure. I so, think last year I only had like 15. I think this year I'm going to have to have like 50. Well, you're going to have to. Yeah. Cause you have to say thank you to all these people I that do. bought houses with you. So tell me, um, you know, what are your goals moving forward? What do you see yourself doing? Are you full-time still, you know, are you full-time in real estate yes. or 100% full-time now? When did yeah. you make that switch over? Oh, well, I, I gave my two week notice at my other job when I came, when I came back in July. Great. Um, you know, it's funny. The only thing that was holding me back was losing the health insurance. That was, yeah. that was really big. So, yeah. um, at that point they asked me to just hold on one evening a week, Yeah. just help five hours a week. And I keep my health insurance just until they get past the pandemic and the staffing crisis and yeah. everything else. Now, a year later, here I am still doing it, but I, I get to keep my health insurance. But again, it's only five hours a five week. Five hours. Yeah. That's um, not a big deal. So at all. I still consider, you know, this is my full-time job. I'm, I'm, I'm doing this from morning till night. One of, one of the advantages of not having a life. <laughs> I'm sure you get to enjoy the fruits of your labor at some point. My dogs do. My dogs love this new career change. I have two little dogs, two Shih Tzus, and they love me working from home mostly. And when I'm out on showings, they have they have the back of the car all set up for them with the dog beds and the water bowls, and they love come it. with me. They they love it. Well, you should have more of your dogs on your social media pages oh, for they're sure. They're all over the social all media page. They awesome. are all. Oh yeah, <laughs> their faces get a lot more likes than mine does. I'll tell you that. <laughs> well, now we know the secret. You know, um, I love it. So tell you know, me no, what. Notice how she. You notice how she 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 invited me on a podcast, not like a, a telecast. I, I have a great <laughs> I have a great face for radio. Stop it! No way. No, you're doing awesome. We have, um, as far as your next year in real estate, what are some changes maybe that you'll make to try to get to the next level? I think as as I learn the process more, the nuts and bolts of the business, I'm going to try to use my time more efficiently and effectively. And I think one of the one of my one of my opportunities, one of my weaknesses is letting go. And I know I need to use the paid assistance more. And even when I sign up for the paid assistance, I still don't utilize it like I should. It's it's um, I've always been hands on. So it's it's difficult for me to let go sometimes to a transaction coordinator, um, which which is unfortunate because Amy is just absolutely wonderful. She, she, she's incredible. Yeah. Uh, but I just need to really discipline myself in letting go. So I think that's certainly going to be one of the goals for next year, because if I let go of that process side of it after we get something under agreement, that is going to allow me more time to go out there and get more business. You know, right as you were walking in, I was speaking to Jerry and Jerry said the same thing about Lori. So Lori has had trouble handing things off, but as she has, you've seen her business has just exploded. So yeah, I think that that's a great goal for you. And I think that it'll really help move the needle next year. And then you'll realize what your full potential could actually be, right? Like, I mean, obviously your potential is huge with doing this in such a short time, but you'll get to that level that you probably don't even imagine at this point. So it's so impressive. It has been 
such a pleasure to have you here today. Is there any advice that you would give to maybe someone that is in the same boat that you are? Maybe they got their license, but they're dabbling a little bit. What advice would you give that person? Again, I hate to beat a dead horse, but it's all about training. It's all about training. And what Anthony Lamacchia understands is the importance of training as it relates to success of the organization. You'll have some business leaders out there who ask the question, how much is it going to cost the organization to do this training? And Anthony's the type of person that understands that the real question is, how much is it going to cost the organization not to do the training? And I remember when I first started, um, when Anthony would mention me in his company updates, and of course, the ears always perk up when the boss talks about you, especially when you're new, he would say something like, very few agents really follow our training program the way Kevin. And then last week when he announced that I made President's Club, he's like, very few agents will have this sort of achievement in their first year. And for anyone who can't see the direct correlation between the earlier statement and the latter statement, is you got to be oblivious. There is that direct correlation between training and success. Absolutely. The person that you remind me of the most is Paul Cerrone. Paul Cerrone said the exact same thing. He had been in the business for a while before he came here, but training is really what took him to that next level. And now he's elite president's club member, you know, so it's the same exact message. And I think that that's super powerful. So that's awesome. Thank you so much, Kevin, for coming here and doing this with us today. I think our audience is going to learn so much from you and I wish you all the best in this next year. I can't wait to see what you do. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure. Thanks for joining us on the Agents Who Crush It in Real Estate podcast. We hope you've learned some valuable takeaways. Be sure to take action and grow your business. You can check out the episode notes and more content from the show at crushitinre.com slash podcast. And if you like this episode and you'd like to hear more stories, please share with others. Post on social media or leave a rating or review. To catch all the latest from Anthony, you can follow him on Instagram at Crush It in Real Estate on Facebook and YouTube. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time.